Hello and welcome. My name is Andrew and this is the Who Dat Discussion, a New England Saints podcast where we talk about all Saints news, opinions, and reactions. So we're just going to get right into it this week. We're going to talk about the Saints and Cowboys, a recap of that game. The Saints went down in that game 13-10 to 10 in an upsetting game, an upset win for the Cowboys. We're just going to get all right into it. You know, just a lot happened in this game. Um, defense played really good. Love what I see out of them. Just initial thoughts. Defense played, I mean, amazing. I, th- I think this was their best game. Excuse me. Um, they did a lot of great things off the defensive line. Excuse me. Amazing. Cam Jordan, two sacks and a huge um, sack fumble to almost will the Saints to a victory. Almost willing the Saints to a victory was Cam Jordan. An amazing clutch play by him. David Onyemata having his signature game of the season with two sacks. Really love what Sheldon Rankins has been doing. The run, the run defense was really well, good too. Excuse me, with good play by the linebackers. Really liked what Demario Davis. I mean, he's just been amazing all year. Then you got to go to the offense. It just was the exact opposite. Um, their worst game of the season by a long shot. <laughs> You're looking at it. Drew Brees did not particularly play well. I don't think he played like his worst game ever. Some people are saying that the mainstream media is going to say that, but I think that he didn't play really good, a little below average. I don't think it was the worst game ever though. Um, Offensive line played really bad. Their worst game of the year and they really lost us this game going into it. We're just going to get right into some notes though, just to start off. And this is the first time the Saints got shut out in the first half in 72 games. Just to see that, you know, it's with this offense, give it to the Cowboys. Um, Because a lot of people saying that they got helped to the refs and penalties and stuff like that. To me, this was on the Saints. I mean, the refs did not do good. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about the refs. This game's on the Saints losing this game. I really feel that. I don't think the Cowboys played amazing. Their defense played really good. Their offense, they didn't do anything on us. Exactly how we um, game plan this game. Got to give it to Dennis Allen, who had a really good game plan, came in, and really clutch plays by a lot of people. But... The defense, the offense, excuse me, was just not there. Looking at it, I mean, this offense, look, looking at some notes here, this is the least first downs they've had in the half since 04. The, le- the lowest yards total they've had since 01. Breeze missed his first four passes for the first time in his whole career. I mean, that's obviously an amazing stat just to see. You know, four passes is not a lot of passes. Obviously, the 10-game winning streak is snapped now. The defense did have seven sacks, two fourth fumbles. That's obviously really good stuff. Kept us in the game, really, so you got to give it to the defense there. But overall, just not a great showing. Very sloppy um, storylines. Um, we're going to go through our three storylines in the pregame. Then also I'm going to add a couple of storylines because a lot of surprising things happened during the game, and I just wanted to show it because, look, our three original storylines were, you know, Zeke against the Saints. So how's he going to do against the Saints? Um, looking how Amari Cooper is going to do against Lattimore, which they did um, follow each other. Lattimore, I think, did a pretty good job um, following him. And then also, will Dallas double-team Mike Thomas and Alvin Kamara? So we'll do those three. But then I just want to go into others because there are a ton of other storylines that happened during this game that I think we have to talk about. But jumping into the Zeke against the Saints, I mean, Zeke didn't do much. Didn't do anything. I know maybe the fantasy um, players out there listening there say, oh, Zeke did great. He had 20 fantasy points or whatever. But I, mean, I think it's because he got 35 touches. I mean, you got to look at that too. Um, 23 carries, but he also had a lot of catches. And then a, lot, a couple of incompletes went to him. So he had a lot, I think around 30 touches, maybe not 35, but 30 touches. Um, and that's going to give him a lot of, you know, fancy points there. 
But I think he did a really good job. I mean, this team did a really good job, excuse me, the Saints here, not Zeke, because stopped completely. Three yards a carry only, 23 carries for 76 yards. That's nothing. This is supposed to be the best running back in the league, and we're stopping with the three yards a carry. You're going to take that every single game. And that's why I think this game, even though it was a loss, it was a little encouraging. Defense played really good. This is not, you know, your 2014, 2015 defenses. It's just not. You know, this defense, it can play. It came here to play, and it stepped up again. Um, and, and this time it kind of carried us to even a close game. So that's really good there. I mean, you take this game, how they played in 2015, they're losing by 20, 28, 31, something like that, because the defense wouldn't have played just as good. But, I mean, they stopped Zeke really good. Got to give it to um, Demario Davis, A.J. Klein, who he had a missed tack- tackle on Dak Prescott later in the game. But um, I think he overall played really well. And then also you got to give it to Alex Anzalone, who was right in the middle of it too. So to me, it was everyone a really good job by those guys. I really like what I saw about the linebacking core and the D-line stopping Zeke. On to our second storyline was Amari Cooper versus Lattimore. First it happened, so that was fun to see. Um, Amari Cooper, to me, eight catches, 75 yards, which is good. They gave him a lot of targets and stuff like that. But, look, no touchdowns to me. I think Lattimore did a good job. I don't think Lattimore played his best game, but he had a really nice forced fumble. That's what Lattimore was doing this season last year. He had a lot of picks this year, a couple of forced fumbles. I think this is his third or fourth turnover of the season. So you obviously love to see that from him. So I really, to me, I think Lattimore won the battle. And a lot of those plays were just like little five-yard slants. Cooper maybe broke a couple of tackles and stuff, but I don't think he got beat bad there. So you got to give it to Lattimore. I think he played good and good enough to win this game. To me, he played pretty solid. And then Will Dallas, double-team Mike Thomas and Alvin Kamara. Um, they did with uh, Thomas, and they, were, and they played very physical with Thomas which not a lot of teams do. They try to be just as physical as he is. And, look, they were ticky-tacky, a lot of holds against Michael Thomas that they didn't call. But, look, that's going to happen. I don't think the the officiating um, crew did a good job, excuse me. But sometimes that's just the name of the game. So, to me, look, they double-teamed Mike Thomas. They didn't double-team Kamara out of the backfield, which was kind of interesting. Um, They let Van Der Esch and Smith, they really let them fly around the field and stop Kamara, and it worked. They're very short tacklers. Got to give it to those two guys. I know Smith had he's he was lunging with his head the whole game. And look, that's gotta stop. To me, he's gotta be penalized for that. And to me, he's gotta be fined. And at a certain extent, if he keeps on doing this, um, he should be suspended. Cause um I watched a game with Dallas because they're always on national TV. So watching them, he does it a lot. So he's gotta stop that. And he, and they gotta, gotta penalize him for that. So to me, the rest missing that penalty to me was about player safety also. So I think that was big there. Um he said they let they let those players play really they play really good. You know, you gotta give it to Andresh and Smith because they stopped Kamar. Usually Kamar can break tackles. They did not break tackles against these against these two guys. He didn't. No one did. So especially when you have a lot of um pressure on Breeze, and Breeze gonna have to dump it off then because you don't have the time. Then you have to break tackles and make plays with your skill position plays. And we couldn't. We didn't get any separation. So all this stuff, you know, to people talking about how bad Drew Breeze played, to me, it was on the offensive line. Breeze didn't play good. A lot of um, – he had happy feet, and he had a lot of throws that sailed over receiver's head. But he didn't play his worst game, I think, of his career, or worst game, maybe even of this year. I mean, looking at it, even though yards weren't – he didn't have a lot of yards, and he didn't have any touchdowns. Because when you have pressure coming into your face like that, and you can't see what's coming, and you're basically need to put perfect throws on. That's what he had to do. He, he The team was asking him to throw perfect throws um, to Mike Thomas, because he wasn't – Mike Thomas was getting no separation, really. Um, Keith Kirkwood dropped a couple of passes. He wasn't getting any separation. 
Um, same with Austin, um, not Austin Carr, Dan Arnold, excuse me. He had a couple of plays where um, not a lot of separation. So you're, and even Traquan Smith, he was not targeted at all. He was not getting open at all. So to me, when you have no one getting open and you have a bad offensive line, then everything compiles on itself and bad plays are going to happen. You couldn't move the ball down the field. So you, to me, look, they were able to double team Mike Thomas and Kamara because we could not um, take advantage of one-on-one matchups on the O-line. We couldn't take one-on-one matchups, excuse me, on um, their cornerbacks because Byron Jones was playing really good too. you got to give it to them there. I think they did a really good job of what their game plan tried to do. They did press coverage and tried to bring blitzes, and it worked. Um, so you got to give them credit there. They did a really good job. They were getting to the quarterback, four men. They didn't even need to blitz sometimes. I mean, just really good job by Dallas. I mean, looking at how our offensive line played in this game, not good, really bad. Um, just going around to each offensive lineman, Jermon Bushrod, where was he? He did not play good in this game. Um, it was really the athleticism of – uh, Lawrence and Randy Gregory and look he's an old guy Bushrod and he just couldn't keep up so he did not play good he was I think the worst so look when Taron Armstead comes back I think it's gonna be really big for us really to get him back I think because he's the best offensive line in the league he's been rated by pro football focus as the best offensive line in the league so to get him back I think will really help this team especially coming off the edge because they were bending the edge really well and then they were getting pressure up the middle so when that happens you really, Breeze is not going to have that much time to throw. He's not going to really have a shot because he can't see. You know, he's only six foot. So especially for him, it's really tough for him to be very good with pressure up the middle. So I think that was a problem there. So now onto our next storyline is Dallas's defensive line. They played really good. To me, you got to give it to not only those two, as I just said, not only to those two. To me, you got to give it to their two guys at the middle who just played outstanding. Looking at it, Woods and Crawford, I just think they played really well. Um, their technique was really good. They beat our great offensive linemen, and they manhandled them, really. Um, they blew up this game. They were really the real reason. Lawrence played really well, too. And you got to give it to DeMarcus Lawrence. He, he also blew up those games. Really, those three. Randy Gregory, he had a couple of really nice plays, but then he also had some bonehead mistakes. So he was kind of like a push there. So to me, you got to give it to their D-line. They outplayed our offensive line by a ton, and they blew up this game. And really... This was the reason why we lost, how good their defensive line play. So sometimes you got to tip your hat, cap, excuse me. So to me, it was a little frustrating, and I think it's definitely a little um, kind of – I mean, I don't know what to explain it as, but it's a little – not scary, but it's definitely a little concerning. Concerning is the right word there. You don't want our O-line doing this in playoff games and stuff like that. they got to get back on track. I think they will against Tampa Bay, but that's just a big – Thing there, and then our final um, storyline is really the play of both linebacking corps. Really good job by our our uh, linebackers, excuse me, and their linebackers because I mean, looking at it, um, Jalen Smith and Van Der Esch really against our linebacking core, which was Mario Davis and Anzalone and AJ Klein, second to none really for both these guys. Really good job by. Um, both these teams, to me, they had a battle. Both had a lot of splash plays. To me, both gets grades of A's. Um, just really good job by both those um, linebacking corps. They stopped both of these skill positions. Really great running backs. Like Kamar and Ingram and Zeke, both were stopped. So you got to give it to both linebacking corps for playing a really, really good game there. So with all that said, I think it's time to get to our group-by-group group recap. 
So we're just going to go group by group down and see what their grades were. We'll start with quarterback, and then we'll finish up with um, special teams and coaching. So we're just going to start with QBs, as I said, and we're going to start with Drew Brees' grade, who I'm going to give a C+. Um, to me, Brees didn't play that bad. I think a lot of people are kind of overreacting. To me, it's a lot because of the pressure. He made some really nice throws. I think the touchdown throw was, was amazing. And then he made a play where he kind of bat, bounced off a defensive lineman, um, passed it to um, Mike Thomas. Or, yeah, it was Mike Thomas. And then he got, like, 30 yards downfield. Really a good play. Um, and that's all Breeze. Breeze playmaking ability is still there. He didn't miss that many throws. You got to look at the drops. Drops were a big part of why we lost two. Um, so you got to fix those. To me, I think Brandon Marshall will play next week because I really feel like we need this veteran presence. So to me, look, Breeze didn't play his worst game, but he played below average. And I really feel like that was the case. His stats are going to say he had his worst game of his career probably. Um, he wasn't good. He was uh, 18 of 28, but there were a lot of drops. So I don't really know how much, how much incompletions, excuse me, were on him. He only had 127 yards, only four, 4.5 um, average. You know, his average completion yardage is only 4.5 yards. And that just shows because he had to do a lot of – a little check down plays because they couldn't um, block for the deep balls and stuff like that. He had two sacks. His QBR and pass rating were just despicable, but I don't think he played that bad. And um, I'll, I'll say that because um, what would you like him to do, really? Um, his offensive line wasn't giving him any time to throw. So what do you want him to do? Do you want him to catch passes? Because our wide receiving core couldn't catch passes. Do you want him to block? Well, our um, line was not blocking for him either. We didn't even have a run game for him. So really, nothing went well with everything. It's not like he played great, too. He was sailing throws. But to me, the other groups did not help him out. They didn't even give him any help. So really, what was the bad plays that Breeze made? Um, the, the pick was really bad. And that's why I think brought him down to below average. Because I think he had a chance. He had that MVP moment. He had a chance to make that MVP moment. And he couldn't do it. And he threw a pick because the pressure was in his face. But that was just a bad throw. He knows it. Um, I think everyone knows it's just a bad throw. And, you know, look, he will make better on that throw. He'll make a a lot of clutch throws down the stretch of the season. But to me, I think what this shows about Breeze, and really maybe about every quarterback in the NFL, with pressure, there's not going to be a lot of success, and especially pressure up the middle. That's the same with Brady. To beat Brady, everyone always says to get pressure up the middle. Same with Breeze. Same with even Aaron Rodgers, because, look, Aaron Rodgers, even though he gets outside the pocket, he's much better in the pocket slinging balls down the field. I think everyone knows that. So looking at it, I really feel that we didn't do enough for Breeze. And look, I don't think Breeze played his worst game ever. If you take out all the drops and stuff like that, I think, look, you're going to score more points. I think you would have more yards and he would be just, I think he would just look better. I know all the national media is going to say he saying that Breeze had a bad game. But to me, I just, to me, I didn't really see that. Um, I saw below average play, but not his worst game ever. And I think that's, I think he'll be fine. Look, and I think we'll be able to, um, for this offensive line, excuse me, to get, to um, not have pressure on Breeze. <laughs> um, I think that he will do much better with, not because he doesn't even need like complete clear pockets, but just not have a complete offensive line be awful. Cause no one on this offensive line was good. It wasn't just like two people were bad, but two people were good. Everyone was bad. So to me, you got to help him out at least a little because we did nothing for him. So that's what I got to say about the QB position. The skill position players, I'm going to give them a D, maybe even a D minus. Bad job all the way around. Um, looking at our rushing, we had 3.4 yards of carry. 
Um, Kamara, he only had 3.3 yards of carry. Ingram had four yards of carry. To me, they should have gave it to Ingram, excuse me, a little bit more. I would have liked to see that just because, I mean, Ingram, he's more that power back, and I think he would suit better against Dallas. So I would have loved to see more Ingram. And I would love to see more Ingram on first down because I really didn't like – we threw a lot on first down. It was a cocky game plan by Sean Payton, and it just didn't pay off. I would have ran the ball more um, on first down. So even second down, you run the ball a little more because they were just getting away from the run way too much. Only 19 carries um, between Alan Kamara, Ingram, and also Breeze added one. So, you know, Ingram and Kamara, they usually combine for like 25 to 30 carries, and this game they only got – 18. So to me, they abandoned the run way too early. So that was a problem there. Um, the receiving is not really good there either. Michael Thomas, five catches, 40 yards, but a ton of drops. Um, he did have eight targets. So five for eight doesn't seem that bad, but I mean, he dropped a couple balls. Um, he had a couple of pass interference plays, but to me, it wasn't really anything amazing by him. Once he gets doubled, they're kind of taking him out of the offense. Um, and they're showing how to take him out of the offense and how he becomes not as good because now we see that this team, if you take out Michael Thomas and these undrafted free agents, Raquan Smith rookies can't win one-on-one matchups, there's going to be trouble. So defenses are going to find that out. And maybe Dallas found the equation to beat us and stop our skill position players. I don't think so. Cause I think Dallas, they really had a right, the right mindset against us. It was their Super Bowl, So they're going to come out. They played hard. But maybe they did find um, the equations beating us. I just don't see that. But skill position players did not play well. And look, Traquan dropped a touchdown. Would have been a touchdown pass. Um, Dan Arnold fumbled, which maybe if he, you know, I, I know we recovered it, but maybe if he caught it cleanly and maybe he could have gotten to the end zone, that would have been a huge score. But, I mean, Kamara on a fourth and one, fourth and goal from the one, couldn't score there. To me, that was a bad play call, but, you know, Kamara can't score there. That was a big thing. So to me... It was the skill position players. They had a bad night. They had a really off night. And to me, you can't – and even, like, a lot of drops. Keith Kirkwood with drops. To me, you just can't have these drops and expect to um, win games. Because really, just looking at it, because against good teams, you can't have a lot of drops. And we had a ton of drops tonight. Mar had drops. Um, Thomas had drops. Uh, Dan Arnold had that big fumble, even though he had no drops. That fumble was huge. I mean, that could have maybe been a touchdown if he kept it cleanly and bold and maybe got past – um, a tackle, and then you're looking at it, uh, and then he doesn't fumble. So I mean, move six yards back. So now we're at like the eight yard line. And look, always first and goal from the ten, first and goal from eight, hard because you really got to get that full ten yards to the touchdown. It's not the easiest, you know, plays for NFL offenses. Um, look, I think we should have scored there, and I like the call to go for it, but um, it was just wasn't a good play there. We had to use our challenge. That was obviously big there too, and that was kind of Donald, uh, Arnold's fault. Excuse me. If he hands on, uh, hangs on to the ball, we are in good shape. But he doesn't fumbles, and we have to use our challenge. We get the ball at the eight yard line, which is kind of far back for a first and goal. So that's what I saw there. The offensive line, to me, they got a D minus. Nothing really good here. They had a couple of plays where they um, protected for Breeze, and Breeze had a couple of nice throws. The touchdown throw was good. Um, the they had a couple first down throws to Mike Thomas. They were really good protected, but besides that, not good. Just looking at it, just not a good job by any offensive lineman here. I think they need Armstead back. Look, it was an off night for a lot of people. And look, even if Armstead played tonight, I don't think it would have changed that much. Maybe we would have won the game, and maybe we would have got one more drive. But to me, um, that was just it was just it was a mess there. Um, Ryan Ranchek 
at his worst, probably worst game of his career. So, I mean, looking at that, um, Andrews P, as we said, the interior lineman played despicable, and Jermon uh, Bushrod did not play that good as well. So, um, looking at it, he, to me, it was just an off night. I think the whole team just had a clunker, and sometimes you have those games, and uh, I think that's what it was for this offensive line. Onto the defense, you got to give this D-line an A+. They played absolutely amazing. Cam Jordan led the way. He played really good, but also you got to give it to Sheldon Rankins, who was a monster against the run. Then you got to look at Ivan Yamada with three sacks. That's a monster performance. Three sacks is a monster performance. Um, AJ Klein threw in a sack. I know he's a linebacker. We'll get on to him a little later. A um, couple of tackles for losses for um, uh, Jordan as well. So he was just all over the place. Really good job. That, that's what you like to see from your best player. To me, once they got, once he got that sack fumble, I thought that they would at least put up a field goal. I know it didn't happen, but he put the team on his back on that play. He got held too, and he still made the sack. Just an amazing play. Alex Okafor, a couple of nice run stops. Um, even looking at um, Davenport, to me, he's really good against the run too. So you just love to see that. Really good job by this team there. So now on to the um, linebackers, and they just played really good too. Got to give them an A. I'm not going to give them an A-plus because on that third and 10, I believe, when Dak Prescott ran for the first down, that was all the linebackers. I think two or three offensive linemen missed tackles. Besides that, the offensive line, uh, the the linebackers, excuse me, was very strong. Um, I don't know why I'm mixing up the offensive line and linebackers because they played so different. Linebackers were so dominant. Offensive linemen were so bad. But really good job by the linebackers. I think we talked about them a lot. So I'm not going to go that much in depth there, but really good job. Love what DeMario Davis is bringing to this offense. He's just been a stud. Really good job by him. Um, on to the cornerbacks. I'm going to give them a B. To me, they played good enough to win, but they didn't play amazing. Lattimore, I think, did good. Solid performance by him. But Eli Apple played a very, very bad game. I mean, just not good. <laughs> um, giving up. Big place to Michael Gallup. I mean, he's not even playing against Cooper. It's Michael Gallup, who's really a no-namer. I mean, I know he's got some talent, and he has – He they call him in Dallas the next to Bryant, but I just don't see that. And you got to be able to stop Michael Gallup. And that was the reason that they put up 13 points. Um, they didn't have a couple of big pass plays. They would have not put up anything. So, to me, you know, you got to give it – to Gallup had some nice routes, so I'm going to give him to him there, but Eli Apple got beat way too much, and that was a huge problem. But um, he's got to get better, and I think he will, because even him getting torched wasn't as bad as Ken Crawley getting torched. Von Bell also played really well. Got to give it to Von Bell, because he stopped the run a few times. Really nice plays by him. In the first half, he was really one of the only defensive players, especially the secondary players, and he played really good. He played good, and he did play really good. Excuse me there. Um, now... We're going to get into some coaching and special teams. To me, the special teams, give him a B plus. Um, Will left me his only field goal attempts, and um, punting was pretty good. Thomas Morissette had just an amazing punt inside the one. It got called to the 20 because couldn't get there fast enough, and that's just not that good play, but a really good play by Morissette there. Sometimes that happens where it was inches, inches, and they could have started at the inch mark instead of the 20, which I think helped them a lot. So I think that was big there. Coaching. To me, you got to give Sean Payton like a C minus. To me, look, the only thing I think was really good was his time management in the um, fourth quarter. I think he used his timeouts fine, um, but I really don't like um, those challenges. Really, the first one, I kind of see that because your player is telling you to challenge it. 
And if you have trust in your players, you're going to challenge it. But the second one, you don't challenge that. Um, you just don't. I, I, we had the momentum anyway, so I think we would have got a couple of first downs. Maybe, you know, like he said, in the spur of the moment, you're going to do that because you don't, never know what's going to happen late. But I just, I, you knew that was going to come back to bite them. Both, both um, challenge plays were going to come back to bite them, and it did. And um, looking at how many plays that could have been challengeable in the fourth quarter, just sometimes you just got to leave that challenge in your back pocket. Um, but like sometimes, like you kind of want Sean Payne to keep on doing that, though. Be aggressive. This team has won one ten straight because of being aggressive. Um, they weren't sitting back and doing nothing, winning this ten game winning streak. I know it's over now, but you can't just come up and not be aggressive now. Your team is built on being aggressive. You got to be um aggressive here. So I think was it the worst call? No, I don't agree with it, but it was with the team's philosophy. So not the worst thing in the world there, but didn't work out for him. So that's why he's going to get the low grade. And to me, Healy, we got punched in the mouth in that first half, and we couldn't punch back, and we were not fighting back. Second half, I think we played much better, and we matched their physicality. But first half, we didn't, and we built, we really built a too big of a hole for ourselves, and just wasn't good enough to um, get out of and leap out of. So, I think that was a big thing there. So, really, to wrap up this recap of Saints Cowboys, to me, um, just to talk about the rest for a little bit, because to me, that's just not a performance you want to see if you're the NFL. These refs, really, look, they were bad on both sides, and Look, and people are going to say that, look, they had some bad calls go their way. We had some bad calls go our way. But I feel like the calls that didn't go our way just meant more. I think the um, head-on-head collision with Kamara and Smith, look, if that's 15 yards first down, we're at least in field goal range and we're tying that game up. Um, and then, look, when that happens, that's just – I mean, you you got to call that foul. And people are saying that Kirkwood on his touchdown pass, he held you – you don't call that because what, what, what they were doing to Michael Thomas – um, they said that he um, Kirkwood pushed off. He didn't push off. What Michael Thomas was getting um, defended by holds. They were like tackling him before he even got the ball. You can't have that. And now you're going to call that. You don't call either or. And that's what brings me to the penalty to really win the Cowboys this game and seal it was the the defensive pass interference or the, the defensive holding on Marshawn Lattimore. You don't call that um, in the red zone in such a close game. You do not call that, and not a lot of refs do. Um, because you want to see them play, and you were letting them play the whole game, and now you're going to call that ticky-tack hold? To me, that's just not right, and that's what I feel. Look, did they have some plays that were a couple questionable calls? Yes, but it wasn't to the magnitude and the spots that our calls went against us. And look, I, and I really feel like the Cowboys, they are a team very physical, and they're going to make mistakes, and they did that. Randy Gregory had two big mistakes that helped us score a touchdown, but to me, I feel like the penalties were just a big factor in this game. Look, we didn't uh, – refs didn't lose this game, excuse me. We did. So, going to obviously put this on the Saints. But those penalties just did not help there. But to me, looking into next week, just a quick um, preview. I think we're going to get back on track. You know, Tampa Bay, bottom, I think, three defense. And I think that's going to bode well for the Saints. Watch Brandon Marshall play next week. I really think he will play because this team kind of needs it. I really do. I think that – um, they need that veteran presence, don't have that many drops, and just really better route running because the route running wasn't good either in this game. So to me, you've got a veteran in there. At least he can run a lot of routes. He's a big route tree. And to me, I think he could do better things than Keith Kirkwood. And this was really the first game where our undrafted free agents faltered, and that happens. Inexperience, inexperience excuse me, really showed itself. So with all that said, I think we're going to get to some Houdat Nation fan questions. 
This episode, we only have one question, and that was from Saints fans since 83. And he asked, do you think Jason Garrett outcoached Sean Payton? And to me, it's kind of a push. Um, I don't think Jason Garrett did anything special in this game. I mean, kind of looking at it, you got to give all the credit to their defensive coordinator, Rob Marinelli. He did a really good job. He formulated a great game plan to stop the Saints. Maybe that's a formula to stop the Saints. It's definitely a formula for the Cowboys to stop the Saints. But to me, what did Jason Garrett really do? He didn't really do any time management things. He didn't have to call a lot of timeouts. He didn't have to challenge anything. So to me, he just had to get his guys ready to play, which he did. So that's good for him. And maybe that's the difference between him and Sean Payton. You know, I think that's where maybe you draw the line. But I just don't think Jason Garrett was just this amazing coach uh, yesterday. I don't think he really showed that. I think a lot of national media is going to say that. That probably saves Jason Garrett's job for a couple of years now because they just love him there. But to me, look, I don't think that the Cowboys thoroughly won this game. I think the Saints lost this game. I really do. I think this offense could play better, and they didn't play. They played sloppy. So it wasn't even like, got to give credit to the Dallas defense. They played great. But the Saints um, offense played extremely sloppy, and that's got to change. you got to be ready to play every game in this league. And to me, in the first half, the Saints just weren't that ready to play. Second half, I think they wrote the ship a little better, excuse me, and they did better. I mean, the whole second half, they did outscore the Cowboys 10-0. In the third quarter, they outscored the Cowboys 10-0. Fourth quarter, they couldn't get anything going. To me, it was that you know when the Randy Gregory had the offsides penalty, I really thought the Saints were going to score at least a field goal, get back on top. It was like a four. It was from like we're from the forty. Maybe you kick that field goal. That's a long field goal. It's at least I think it's like fifty-eight yards. Maybe you roll the dice there. Maybe you maybe don't. Um, I think that was kind of it's no one's really talked about it, but I think that may be a reason. Maybe forty. Looking at it, it's like a fifty-eight yarder. Will Lux has been so money this year. Maybe you try that. Um, it's just an idea. I don't fault Sean Payton for punting, especially because there's 10 minutes left. But how the Cowboys were able to run the uh, clock out, maybe you do kick that field goal. But, I mean, looking at the original question, Garrett, I don't think he did much better than Sean Payton, maybe a little better. But you got to give all the credit to their defensive coordinator, Rob Marinelli. And also you got to give credit to the Saints defensive coordinator, Dennis Allen, for putting up a great game plan against a Dallas offense that's just not that bad there. So now – I think it's time to wrap up this podcast. If you like our podcast and you like this episode and you haven't followed us on our various platforms, you can follow us on Twitter at the this on Instagram at Discussion, on Podomatic at the Discussion, And then also you could subscribe to our YouTube channel, our Spotify channel, our Google Play channel, and our iTunes channel at the Discussion. on there. Please rate us, review us, leave a comment, like us, all that fun stuff. It's just I like to see that, like to uh, interact with the Houdat Nation, excuse me. So if you have a comment, leave that comment down below. We want to hear everyone's opinion. What do you think of this game? Um, if you want to ask a question for our preview video against Tampa Bay, you could also ask that in the comments below. You could also email us a question at the dis at gmail.com. So, you know, if you want to ask a question for next week's episode, that'd be great. We love answering all your questions. So with all that said, I think that just looking at it, come back next week. To me, I don't think this loss kills the Saints. I don't really think it hurts them that much. You're 10-2. This is still one of the best teams in football. So to me, still we're riding high to me, 10-2. Look, in 2009, we lost to the Cowboys. 2009, we lost to the Buccaneers as well. So maybe it's kind of destiny there. So to me, come back next week. You got to beat the Bucs this time in Tampa Bay. Play a really good game. Blow them out. Get right back to where we were during the 10-game winning streak. And I think we'll all be fine. And then now for the number one seed, you're going to need a little help. 
To me, I think the Rams, if they're going to give it up, they're going to give it up in the next three games, and they're going to lose one of the three of the Lions game. I would watch out for that game. It's kind of a trap game for the Rams going to the Lions. The Lions have helped us out by beating the Panthers a couple weeks ago, so maybe they can give us another favor against the Rams. I think that'd be big. And then also the Rams go on the road to play Chicago. And Chicago, to me, they're really good. They're 8-3, and three, so that's a good um, team right there. And I think that they would have a chance to beat the Rams. But even if the Rams beat them, that would help us by solidifying our bye. Just to me, I think we can go on the road and beat the Rams. I mean, maybe look at other teams. Maybe we can't go on the road, but I think we can go on the road, beat the Rams. I think we can really go on the road and beat any team. To me, you know, all those mistakes, I think we beat the Cowboys on the road. So to me, look at it. To me, this reminded me a lot of last year's game against the Falcons at Falcons was also Thursday night. So to me, um, a lot of similarities. Yeah, a hit on Kamara that um, to the head. <laughs> I think that was big. And also the offense really didn't play that well. A lot of injuries in that game. There weren't as many injuries in this game. But um, offense was a little anemic in this game, in that game. Very anemic in this game. But, look, you got to look at next week. Let's just play better at Tampa Bay. Look, this is our last three-game stretch. I said coming into the three-game stretch, I would take two out of the three. I think that would be big. But they already lost one. So now you got to win the next two. Um, to me, these next two are really big games. Got to win both division games. And I think that we'll be right back on track. So we just got to win these games. And that's all you got to do. You just got to just win. I think that's going to, you know, call the naysayers wrong because now there's going to be people jumping off the Saints bandwagon just as quick as they jumped on. So it's kind of interesting there. But um, look, with all that said, I want to say thank you, Ruben Wright, and Kudak. Hey, hey, you are safe, yeah.